Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. AG is back, but he's on mute. So I'm going to say welcome to <laughs> on my block podcast, Green Bay Packers podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Well, with Amon Green, the great Amon Green. You're back. What's up, brother? I'm still muted. No, you're good now. Oh, okay. So what this, yeah, so what it does for, for people out there, we, we are, uh, he's actually much more technically inclined than I am. However, on this, this, uh, what's this stream yard, when you go to, yeah. the, when you go to the, the branding beginning, it puts you on mute. So you That's don't, right. chew, you don't chew your food during the thing. But with that said, Take it, take it from there, my man. I know you want to. You're really interested in this uh, bet online read that we have today. Yeah, go right. I'm, I'm, I got it. I got it. Bet online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season because it is March Madness, Mike. Some upsets already. Brackets are destroyed. I've talked to a few uh, students of mine already. They like coach. It's, it looks bad. So get your analysis on every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket co- contests. Team matchups and game trends at BetOnline. Updated odds for everything from live games to conference championships right through the Final Four and the championship game coming up here in a few weeks. So BetOnline is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use the mobile device. Use your mobile device to sign up for and sign up and receive the 50% welcome bonus for your first deposit. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV believe to receive your bonus. BetOnline.ag where the game starts, Mike. Ag, is there a game? I don't. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've, I've like if the, if it's on in the background, I'll kind of go, oh, that's cool. But I don't watch NCAA basketball. I used to be. It used to be my number one thing to watch. Yeah. And I just don't watch it anymore. But I do know that Gonzaga is playing UCLA, and I'm a West Coast guy. Ooh, and that just sounds that me just too. sounds like a killer matchup. So I'm gonna yes. watch that game. But is there any other games that that we're sitting here going, man? I can't wait to see that one. Uh, I say, I say, I've been, I've been traveling so much. I'll be honest, I've been out of touch with like who I, I saw upsets. I know I saw some upsets just kind of sitting watching the TV. Well, I don't think there's any the blue bloods. I think whatever they right. call the Kansas, the Dukes, North Carolina, yeah. they're not, they're not in there anymore. It's the first time in a long time. Wow, wow. See that? See, I that I didn't know. I just knew that it was a few big upsets early in the first round, like which is always that. That's about all my knowledge right now because I've been doing the esports tournament thing. It was a world mm-hmm. championship of a league. That I'm a part of. It's called the United In Gamers League, the UEL out of Fredericksburg, Virginia. Did that this past weekend. So oh, cool. It basically we coined it as the MMA of esports. So just think about that for a minute. All right. Let I like that, that hit. You. Let, yeah, I would think you did. I would yeah, think I you like would. So, so you. So what game? So what game is like? Yeah, just break it down real quick. Break How it, many yeah. games? Like what's the? What's so the, the UEL. It's a league. It's a free league for players. So they join in, but they win money. It's 33 games, five different genres. It's shooter games, sports games, strategy games, fighting games, mm-hmm. and uh, what was the last one? Fighting games, sports games. I know I said four. I know it's five. Shooting, so, shooting, shooting, sports, strategy, fighting, and uh, race cars. Race cars, race racing, racing. Hell yeah, there's race cars. So it's F1 racing. Race. Yeah, F1 racing, mm-hmm. which is which is full, almost true to life simulation. 
M uh Moto GP, which is a motorcycle, the mm-hmm. the ones where they really crash. America, man. Yep. Road America, Wisconsin. Let's go. You got, and then you got some of the cartoon games like CTR, which is Crash Bendicoot. Um, and then you have a couple other games. Then you have the old Street Fighter, you got Mortal Kombat for the fight. So wait, what hold on, wait, 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 stop the presses. Are yes. you telling me that I can go play old Street Fighter? Who I was no, not old oh, Street Fighter, it's I was the new stuff because I was uh I was middle school champion. Yeah, no, it's not the old stuff. They might, we might do that for fun one one year, one season. Uh-huh. But right now, it's the newer one. So Street Fighter uh, Five right now, and then Street Fighter Six comes out in uh, June. Dude, did you kind of have a thing for Chun Li? Hey, yeah, she was put together. I mean, she was put together. Yeah, she, yeah, she was. It's funny. Like, uh, <laughs> I think my first crush. It'll get a little weird here, but my, I think my first crush when I was like five or six was Daphne from Scooby Doo. Hey, like car- cartoon Daphne. I was right? there. Yep. Right. Yep. And then yep. I remember Street Fighter came out. And I remember thinking like that Chun Li man. It's just something going on there. Like I don't know all those. They're putting those bits together the right way. Like <laughs> right. it was nuts. Yeah, you know, I'm like 12. I'm like, man, there's something. Like this. Yeah, they got they got them, I really uh, like this game. Got her in shape. They got her in shape. Like this game a lot, but yeah. Listen, we got some we got some stuff to talk about. You and I haven't been on the air for a while, but I know there is some. There's just a hot garbage mess going on in, at 1265. Uh, Lombardi right now. Yes. And here, so the Aaron Rodgers deal, the thing that's crazy is like, Which is, ain't it's even the, done it's, yet. yeah, it's not even, well, so it's not even done yet. And we can yeah. talk about leverage and this and that. And I think it's an interesting conversation because people are making a big deal out of this. Yes. And, you know, oh. But if you have to think rationally about the leverage factor. So we can talk about that for a minute. But what I wanted to start with is it's like, because it's cons- it's all consuming. He goes into the darkness. He comes back out. Mm-hmm. Pat McAfee show. Pat Bo- mm-hmm. this and that. Everyone. Adam Schefter's you know telling stories about him again. Blah 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 blah. Right. The NFC North is getting better. The <laughs> NFC, the the Lions, the Bears, the Vikings. The yeah. Teams are getting better. I, I want to read you off some key acquisitions for each team. We. I mean the the Lions are like. They're no joke, fresh off of whatever they were, seven and eight, or you know, mm-hmm. just, just the playoffs beat us. Yep, yep. The, the Detroit Lions brought in one of, in my opinion, one of the premier free agents for a one year deal, eight and a half million, Daryl Gardner Johnson. Okay, from the Philadelphia Eagles. The yeah, safety. the safety, the safety. Yep. They bring in Gardner I Johnson. They bring, in, they bring in a cornerback, Cam Sutton. They bring in David Montgomery from Chicago. Okay, so they the were run, already the running back. I didn't know. Running back. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're they went. Oh, from, they bought that life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've and they've got all their that. line returning. Like they're not losing a lot of guys. Okay, wow. young team. The only the only cat like they got that. rid of really is Jamal Williams. I mean, if you think about guys who like yes. the guys they're gonna maybe miss is Jamal Williams because for locker room presence, great on the field last year, production right. in, in especially in the red zone. But they're a much better team on paper today than they were last year, and they got another year with Dan and his and his crew. Obviously, they're going to go as far as Jared Goff takes him. He took him pretty far last year. Ben Johnson decided to stay as an offensive coordinator instead of taking another job, with, particularly mm-hmm. with Carolina, who we could talk about forever because they're having the best offseason of anybody. Yeah. However, but Detroit's a, a Detroit, who was arguably better than Green Bay going into the offseason based mm-hmm. on the last game, mm-hmm. is now definitively better than Green Bay now. With and Green Bay has here's who's Green Bay's gotten so far. You ready? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna knock your socks off for this. <laughs> we tendered Yash with a second round tender, whatever that means. Yeah, we re-signed Keyshawn Nixon. Thank goodness we re-signed Keyshawn yep. Nixon because now we Best have that, that component. Maybe that means he he goes and tries to play that slot. We don't know. Best what thing they did all offseason. Yep. They've re-signed Tyler Davis. I honestly, you know, 
Tyler's an NFL player, but I don't know what impact is he going to have in the we'll tight end position. He we'll better see. not have a huge impact unless he gets demonstrably better because that means they brought in somebody else. Okay. Correct. Correct. Here's who they signed. And I'm not like these are NFL players, but I just listed blue chip players that the, the Lions brought in. We brought in Tavarius Moore and a uh, for safety special teams. Yep. Okay. So he'll contribute. Yep. And we brought in a long snapper. Yep. Matt Orzich. From that's, from, that's from the Rams. From the Rams. Oh, and I forgot. We, we are most likely going to be without the services of the four-time MVP for Spout Hall of Fame. Of course. And, Pac- and Packers fans are acting like e- everywhere from what was me to we're not getting yeah. enough to we need to ra- – so I, I want to get into the Vikings and the, and the Bears too, but l- let's let's just talk about this, AG. So what is your persp- – Aaron Rodgers goes on Pat McAfee's show. Yeah. And he says, I'm going to tell you what's already happened. Right. And I've already made this decision. I want, I think I should be playing football and whether or not you believe, you know, the Packers were wanting him gone. Look, it's obvious that him and Goody aren't best of friends. I think no. that's been no, well documented. That, obviously. Yeah. It's been well documented. And, and honestly, fair enough. I, who are we to judge? Doesn't, you know, who, who's right or who's wrong. Correct. Listen, Aaron, Aaron's got in this day and age, Aaron's got every right to demand whatever the hell he wants. Mm-hmm. at any time and they have every right to tell them yes or no that's yes, just that's, that's how this game works right yep. if i do it they're gonna say no if you do it in your prime maybe they say yes maybe they say no if brett does it they probably say i mean you start yes. going like this happens this is the circle of life man we yep. could just yep. we can go pop on the lion king see the same thing right <laughs> exactly but you're right now we're starting to talk about what is getting held up here because at first it was like the jets the packers have a deal and it's waiting on aaron now as it turns out no, they don't have a deal, and they might not even be close right, because right. the Packers are asking for a first round plus a first round plus more for a guy going to the Jets at 39 who may or may not play more than one year. What is your take on the deal? What do you think? Do you think it, who has leverage? What should we what should we be expecting as as Packer fans? Um, I say the the, per, the place that has leverage. Oh. I say when I first hear it, I was saying I want to say the Packers. So Goody has the leverage because of what you just said. Age in terms of Aaron, but we know the drive is still there, but we don't know what the production is going to be coming in to this new team. And if it gets down, you know, so um that I'll start with that. And then, you know, from from the Jets point of view, is is how much you want to give up because you already went all in, basically. You already put by, your, say, by saying this is what we want. This is what we want. And we got one guy already. We got Alan Lazard on the roster now, signed him. Mm-hmm. And we're potentially going to bring in Randall Cobb, um, Mercedes, Mercedes Lewis, mm-hmm. a few other, you know, a few other people, maybe David Bakatari, maybe. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But they already basically throw, you know, like in Vegas, put their cars out, say, here we go. You know, we're putting it out. We're, we're all in. And I and there's no surprise for me, knowing Robert Sala, the way he is built mentally. No surprise that he did it that way. Maybe more him than, you know, obviously him, him talking to the GM to make that okay and make yeah. this work because mm-hmm. coaches can say that. Hey, no, Douglas. Yes. So we need this to happen. So, cause I want this guy. And so they went in all, all in there. So mm-hmm. now for the faithful, you know, for mm-hmm. the Packer fan base, I tell, I've been saying this since it went down for people having face to face, you know, what seeing me walking around, I'm like, this is the business. Mm-hmm. Just like you mentioned, this is nothing out of the ordinary for any player, even of stature, as Aaron, as mm-hmm. Brett, that played at this team for the years they did. And, you know, it, this is how it goes down, unfortunately. And what started, you know, you go back to looking at just recently in the last, I'll say, what's that, seven years, 
Jordy Nelson. How did they do? You know, he was about to break, about to be the all-time leading receiver mm-hmm. for the Green Bay Packers. And what happened? Mm-hmm. They cut him. And obviously at that time was that was his Aaron's number one guy. And they cut him without notifying Aaron, which we've seen that happen before. Are we seeing things happen to other teams cut a receiver? Yeah. But they're letting the quarterback know. Like let me let me interject right there because guy. you just brought up a really interesting point. So so the last time we had to go through this last year, I think. Yeah. One of the things Aaron said was in a very public press conference yep. that he was not appreciative of how we released some players that he felt were core players of this team. Maybe they were friends of him, but regardless, they were leaders in players. a locker room. They were leaders something. in a locker room. They were, right. Jordy Nelson was brought up, obviously, amongst other yep. guys, right? Yep. Um, when you say this is this is business, it is at a certain age or performance. I think the hard part here for everybody is we don't know with Tom Brady playing until he was 45. Correct. With Aaron yeah. Rodgers looking like he did the last 14 yeah. years, and even last year, let's just be honest. It's not like Aaron Rodgers' arm went away. It's no. not like Aaron Rodgers' inability, like he all of a sudden he can't run. Like no. nothing physically deteriorated. They just didn't play as well. They just didn't click. The synergy right? wasn't there. And so we can yeah. – and look, for me, we can point to a number of different things, maybe most notably the fact that listening to his press conference, what name the people that he didn't thank in the Green <laughs> yeah. Bay. Exactly. Matt LaFleur, Brian Gutekunst, Mark, Mark – maybe he Mark brought Mark. up Murphy, but he didn't definitely didn't bring up LaFleur or Goody. No, okay? I know. No, he didn't bring so, up Mark Murphy so, either. So go, we go 13-3 and three, a couple years in a row. They have this down year. He's complaining yeah. about a lot of things. And mutually, maybe it's time to go. But now, now that Green Bay, because to me, like, I don't know, AJ, I look at it the other way. Like, Green Bay lost their leverage when they when they drafted Jordan Love a couple of years ago. I said first off, like just here yeah. first, but then as a more yeah. think more time to think about go it. Go ahead. There you go. I would say that because having making that move in what was so that was 2020 correct when they drafted jordan love uh maybe 2019 2019 this is, for, this is the fourth year and yeah so it was lafour's pick and mm-hmm. so that right there paints a picture and puts a cloud over you know or just puts a flag up to aaron like okay i see what's going on now and so mm-hmm. it puts any player on front street you know right. i know I'm, I'm myself you know i put in my years in green bay and a couple pro bowl years and then they draft not even i say one pro bowl year in and tony fisher and Najee are drafted in the same draft Mm-hmm. but I'm built different mentally. Like I already knew this is part of the game. This is business. You know what? I'm going to take these guys under my wing. So if I'm out, then I know they could go in and be, you know, the best they can be to replace me on the, you know, on the ball. I was, I'm, you know, I'm different. You know, I was built different mentally, more of a, well, I don't, it's the quarterback thing. Right? Yes. Like, yeah, exactly. Like Lyman are the same way. We, I, yeah. Lyman are kind of basically like, if you're better than me, you can play. I just don't right. think you can be better than me. So we're, we're not really worried about giving up information exactly. or secrets. Like, you know, it's always, if you're not, if, in order to take my position, you're going to have to work harder than me. And it's going to be really hard to do. Exactly. So if you're willing to do it, go for it. Exactly. That's, it's different. It's different. Yep. Because it's a franchise. It's the position, right? It's the position. Yeah. It's, it's the, the one everybody knows and loves. It's the, as they say, sexy. It's the sexy position out there that everybody, every kid wants to be when they're growing up. So, so, so they, so you think about, you think about Green Bay. So you just go back. You okay? You, you drafted this guy. That was a mistake. You made a mistake yeah. because you had a team that could, that could. uh fight for uh, NFC championships, Super Bowl championships, yeah. like you had talent and you decided to waste a first round pick on a player that wasn't going to play for at least three seasons. And you didn't know that at the time. Okay. But obviously there was m- miscommunication. That's why Aaron's been mm-hmm. so, you know, cranky about, about this, about what's currently happening. All right. My thing is this. 
Because right now, like I would, ne- if I was the Jets, I would never give up a 13th pick in the draft for a guy who might only play one more season. Even because even if you think you're one player away, which they might be, like yeah. Brees Hall's coming back, Garrett Wilson's rookie of the year, their offensive lines all coming back as far as getting off the getting off IR. They mm-hmm. have a great defense. Like they have pieces in place where you go, they could. They're in the AFC East. Dude, that, that division went yes. from zero to hero real fast. The yep. Patriots are the worst team in the East. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. They're in the AFC. They got to play Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes to get to the Super Bowl. They got to play Justin Herbert to get to the Super Bowl. Like These are real things that are going to happen this year. So it's not this foregone conclusion that you're, a, that you're the 13th pick away from being a Super Bowl champion. And you don't mm-hmm. know if this guy's going to play more than one year or two years. Could be you know, could he get injured? But all these things, right? Oh, all these yeah. questions. Just happened here, and, and according before. to and according to the Packers, he had a down year. Otherwise, they wouldn't be willing to trade him in the first place. Exactly. Now, Green Bay. To me, I look at this and I go, if Aaron Rodgers comes out and goes, because Green Bay owes him fifty or sixty million dollars, right? Mm, yes. I mean, one way or another, it's not until the first week of the season, but one way or another, they're going to have to pay him that money. We don't have an owner that like Woody Johnson that's willing to just fork over sixty mil. Right. This right. is a publicly owned company. They're not just be able to sit here and go, ah, you know what? It's already on the books. Let's just go ahead and pay a guy for, for not playing $60 million. That's for, that, right. that doesn't make any doesn't make any financial sense. Doesn't make any sense in the locker room. None of that. The other thing that's killing them is I just listed off what the Lions have done this year. They haven't done the, the Packers have done nothing. They signed a long snapper. No. Like it. you have get, you have to get the bus going, man. The safety is, slash linebacker. Yeah. The safety special teams guy. Like, yeah. So so Aaron could sit here and go, you know what? If you don't make this trade happen, I'm just going to sit on my hands. I'm not going to trade to anybody else. You're going to, you're going to have to either play me, which you don't want to do now. You've made that, you've made that choice. Yeah. And I've made that choice for you yeah. in the, in the media. And you're not in, in all Jordan loves faults and knowing that I'm the first, can you imagine Aaron Rodgers sitting in the locker room and Jordan love playing? I mean, can you imagine what that would look like for this team? It would be the most interesting thing I've seen in a long time. Oh, it'd be fun to, it'd be fun (laughs) drama. Pat McAfee show would get crazy reviews, but as far as production, as far as what's going to happen in that locker room, dude, they would crash and burn. They don't have the leadership in place for that to happen. I'm talking about at the personnel side. Yes. So for me, like the jets, the jets, while they have to come to some agreement that maybe it's based on a, Compensatory pick if if Aaron plays two years or three years, like they mm-hmm. you know first round pick in 2024, 2025. But man, we need to come to a conclusion here pretty soon because like the train's moving in the NFC North. You got to get better here. This team is no yes. better than it was before. No, no. And everybody else is uh, up upgrading. But the Packers have done traditionally what they've done. Not a lot of movement in free agency. Um, restructured two guys that were already on the roster, but one guy we know badly needed to keep him um in Nixon. So nothing is it is basically up to par for there, which you would think it would be lessons learned from the, you know, not it was not big lessons, but just some more experience learned. Like, you know what, back in the day we weren't doing a whole lot of free agency, but you know, let's try, let's do some splash signings, something, D lineman, all linemen that they need. Because they mean, need we, those we are need those AG, we're Reggie White. I mean, this is this is the place that brought in Reggie White to win a Super Bowl. Exactly. And I mean, that was Ron Wolf, a guy yeah. who knew football, you know, not saying Gutekas does it, but he just knows it a different way. So Chicago re-signs their fullback, which I love. Yeah. Brings in Nate Davis from Tennessee. Good guard. So up massive, massive upgrade from what they had last year. Mm-hmm. Brings in Demarcus Walker from, from Tennessee. Again, he's an underrated guy. Like he'll have a he'll have a good career with which I watch him a lot. He's a good player, not great stats, but he's a he's a guy that you can just plug and play for every you know, every he's a, a four-down player. They 
They pay a lot for Tremaine Edwards, so they get rid of Roquan Smith, get the picks. Yeah, he goes to Ravens. Send to Baltimore. But then they pick up Tremaine Edwards for not as quite as much money, but and Roquan was going to break the bank. He's got – we'll talk about agent, no agent, but he he works mm-hmm. with the same guys as some, as some of these other guys with no agents work mm-hmm. with. Yeah. And so he got paid. They this brought in TJ boy. Edwards from Philly. He's a good linebacker. They brought yeah. in Tunyon. And, oh, by the way, they traded the first pick. First-round pick. They get ninth overall now, 2023 second-round pick, 2024 first-round pick, 2025 second-round pick, brought in DJ Moore, and Carolina gets the, the, the first pick overall to pick up a quarterback. Yeah, Bryce I saw Young, that. CJ Stroud, like, dude, that is a freaking haul. And that is what I was saying about Justin uh, Fields. Mm-hmm. Put an offense around him. They already got – I mean, even though they let Devin Montgomery walk, they still have Herbert. I believe so. Yep. Um, but bringing in DJ Moore now, you have somebody that that brings something to take the cover off the top. You know, he's not a he's physical. I'm not. He, I mean, he's not a he's not a Tyreek Hill, but he has speed. And like I, I the part I like is he's physical. Um, just make sure, obviously, when the the situation with him catching the game winning touchdown against the Saints, you know, get in his head, be a coach. You know, keep him where he understands the situation, so he's not doing stuff like that to help the team lose lose the game. But outside of that, that's a that's a dying pickup that's per- a great pickup for that offense and that team the bears right now you got to look at the bears and just go you know every and there's all these talking heads that get on tv and they're just you know we we have to celebrate quarterbacks which i get but like no no we don't oh, oh yeah no, we, no. just justin fields you know should we we should should we should we keep him? Should we trade him and get a new? Should we get Bryce? Yeah. Like, are you crazy? Has anybody yeah. actually watched Justin Fields play? Oh, like yeah. he's he's like a because he wasn't he wasn't an electric passer his first season. And that's what it is. That's like, what it is. The people, some of these people on TV, like you can tell why they're working on TV and they're not in buildings anymore. Like it's absolutely absurd how how they talk about some of these players yes. just to get some clicks. But the Bears have gotten better, and this draft is going to be a absolute haul. <laughs> This year, next year, the year following. Yep. The Vikings bring in. Here's the biggest move uh, for me. Yep. Brian Flores is now the D coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. That's awesome. That is a Poor. problem. Yes. That dude is legit, man. Yeah. That, that guy, that guy, he there's learned a handful of guys that are well. really good coaches. He's one of them. Yeah. He learned very well from Bill Belichick. We learned very well. They got rid of Eric Kendrick, Adam Thielen. Yep. They got rid he's of Cam Hansler, yep. Dalvin, Dalvin Tomlinson, who played great against mm. us twice, left in free agency. They brought in Mean Dean Lowry. Yep. yep. Um, Brian Murphy from Arizona, the cornerback. Marcus Davenport, they brought in the edge rusher. Josh Oliver, the tight end. So they're, they're not making some huge moves. I would say net-net, they're probably worse off than they were from a personnel standpoint, losing Eric Kendricks, losing Dalvin Tomlinson, mm-hmm. losing mm-hmm. Adam Thielen. But they bring in a D coordinator that can that is really going to change the game as far as as far as how they approach that side oh, of the ball. Yeah. They still have Justin Jefferson. They restructured Kirk Cousins' contract. They, they have an offensive line. They have um, uh, last year was the first year of their offensive line coach. He improved their game. They've still have, they have guys on that side of the ball mm-hmm. that can do some things. They re-signed Garrett Bradbury. So all of these teams are at least churning move, making things happen restructuring their coaching staffs except for one except for, you, you know what i mean and yeah, yeah, I know, yeah you, you, like you don't win super bowls in march but you got to put some pieces in place because if we're started out the offseason ag talking about 
how the Packers are two or three with Aaron Rodgers, yeah. two or three impact players away from winning a Super Bowl or or, or competing to you know win the NFC Championship. What do we think now? Was like yeah, it's uh, is I said this to myself over the weekend. Rebuilding time. This is officially rebuilding time. Mm-hmm. I don't is there. There's no other way to cut it or say it. It is that because Jordan has the talent, but he's gonna. It's always that rough stretch for a first year quarterback. Even when a first year quarterback, other than Dante, I believe the only one that pops in my head fresh is Dante Culpepper coming off the bench. Boy, he was at, something different, wasn't he? My goodness, but he had Randy Moss and he had uh Carter. <laughs> well, there's so, been guys like Justin Herbert came off the bench when Tyrod Taylor got stabbed and stabbed this, in the lung. So, so I can say those two quarterbacks right yeah. now in the recent but, history. But to your point, like Jordan, you know, it's like I was on the sh- I was on a show over the weekend, and they and the only thing that I could come up with was they were asking me about this, obviously, and I said when mm-hmm. when Brett was there, and I had already left. I think you might have still been there for another year, but when yeah. Brett was there and Aaron showed up. Yeah, oh five. I was everybody was talking about like I would call Tauscher. I you know, and they'd be like, "Dude, this guy can sling it." Like this kid in practice is doing things right. Yeah. Like there was a saw, there was yeah. a buzz around the locker room about how good Aaron Rodgers was going to be. And I'm not saying that that's required. And I'm not saying that anything to do with Jordan Love. I'm just saying nobody's saying that about Jordan yeah. Love. This year is the first time where. Aaron Jones came out on a TV show and was like, you know what? He's practicing. Like he looks better. He's a different guy, but that buzz just wasn't there. And, and that's kind of what you're hoping for. If yeah. you're getting rid of one hall of famer, you're hoping that the other one's just walking in like Aaron Rodgers did. I don't know if that's going to happen this year. They certainly can't plan for that. Yeah. And it's too, you know, you're talking about two different people, you know, in terms yeah. of Aaron and Jordan Love, you know, built differently mentally, physically, and then obviously different paths um, to, to the pro, to the pro level, even though they are both first round picks, we saw how Aaron's journey started. He get, you know, he was supposed to be high first round. What happened? He slipped to the twenty fourth pick, and as all, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I say I'm a candidate of dropping, and then that chip growing on my shoulder. Be like, I'm, I'm about to show everybody why I should have went number one or higher than the third round pick where I went, or Aaron saying being the twenty fourth pick. I'm about to show people when I get my opportunity, and that, and that was, I say that's the difference between him and Jordan right now. So. I, the, the difference for, the difference for me is well i guess let's look at it like, let's this we don't know i mean we've seen limited we've seen stuff right yeah limited stuff we can always this listen, was I've, I've had guys send me tape and they're like dude i broke i broke down his six plays i mean i can tell definitively he's going to be this and i'm like it just i'm sorry it just doesn't work that way no like, it doesn't it, because you're talking about processing footwork arm strength etc cetera, etc cetera. dealing with pressure dealing with mistakes dealing with being the, the leader of being the face of a franchise like yeah. this having to like nobody's even talking about this room. dude you got to follow 30 years of hall of fame play you know how yeah. hard that is yeah 30 years of hall of fame quarterback but what, play. But what you do with that is he would have to cuz i Similar situation, little you know, for the running back point of view. I'm coming in Nebraska my freshman year, and right after training camp, they said we don't want to rush you, search you, want to you know say that you come, you're coming to the varsity locker room. You'll be fourth on the depth chart, though. I'm like, great, that's what I wanted. That was my goals. I did that. But here you go. Uh, we you want to wear number number thirty, and at that time, the only last person before number thirty before me was Mike Rozier, who won the Heisman. So. Was I a little nervous and a little shook at the beginning when I first heard that request from Coach Solis? Yes, I was. Um, went home that night to my dorm room, called my older brother. He said, you know, what's up? I said, hey, they want me to wear number 30. 
And he's like, what's the problem? And he's like, okay, cool. He's like, what's the problem? I'm like, Mike Rozier wore that. He's like, bro, you, uh, where, you put on your own shoes. You make your own. You make that number yours. And so that right, that simple statement right there just told me, yeah, I know what Mike Rozier did, but now I'm wearing the jersey. Nothing against him, no disrespect, but I, I make my own path now. And that's what Jordan, that's the mental he has to come to. Walk, walking in that locker room now, he has to have that mental mindset. Well, this is my team now, and I got to do this for me. Understanding what was in the past, respecting that, but then got to come out here and get myself ready because this team is dependent on me and not the last 30 years of quarterbacks that were here already. Basically, you think, you think, Aaron, you think Jordan Love should change your number 12 is what you're saying? That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Say <laughs> oh, so, that would be crazy no, if he no. did. Yeah, that would be hey. That would be that wild. Would be, like, honest, now that now that I just said that out loud, that would be the most baller move he could do. It'd be like, that I would. Take, I think I'll take number twelve. Thanks. You, yeah. Thanks for hey. Thanks for holding my place for a while. Uh, yeah, that would be the wild. same thing happened to me. Ag when I got when I got drafted, they're like, hey, what number do you want? I was like, you know, I play. I was sixty six in in uh in college. I was like, yeah. I'll take sixty six. They're like, yeah, okay. And so I showed up and I was sixty eight. And I'm like, why am I sixty eight? They're like, Ray Nishki is sixty six. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and was not aware was yeah not aware. Okay. right so, that's okay yeah. so the the packers here's what the packers have right now and and to put it in context this is why they probably want the first round pick from the jets at 13 because they have the 15th overall they have mm -hmm. round two uh the 45th overall the 78th they've got uh one in the first second third fourth fifth two in the fifth excuse me a compensatory pick and then they have two in the seventh, uh, the second one being from the LA Rams. So yeah. if they got the 2023 first round pick, which I don't think they're going to get, I don't think anybody really believes that. I think they just want to have a conversation about it. But if they mm -hmm. did get it, all of a sudden you can leapfrog into the top 10 with a 13th and a 15th. Right? You could trade them both if you wanted to. Not that that's what they yeah. want to do, or you could trade them back and get more picks. Yeah. Here's the th here's like the philosophy thing. And this is kind of where I wanted to, to, to pick your brain today. Okay. I, I believe or I believed that this team was X amount of players away, splash players. Yes. Okay. We we're not picking them up in free agency. Um, now I'm not saying that you have to be a first round pick to be successful in this league or, you know, but what I, what I would say, if you, if you actually value your job as a personnel person, then your ability to draft in the high first high second round should bring you a pro bowl level player. Which yes. we desperately needed a handful of positions, and there are a handful at those positions in the draft. What do you think the Green Bay Packers will do? Let's just say with the, you know, they got the 15th, the 45th. I'm not going to suggest they get the, let's say they get the 15th, the 45th, and the 50th. They get that from the Jets or whatever the number is. Correct. What do what do you think they're 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 staring down the barrel of right now from a from a need standpoint, given the fact that they refuse to pick anybody up in free agency? Um, knee standpoint, offensive line, D line area, you know, they need guys there because guys might walk. You know, David might decide to not be here. Bakatari, um, you think you think you think Bakatari I mean, will leave? No, just to put you know, because he's buddy buddy with Aaron, yeah, and you maybe. know, he's made decisions off of Aaron's decisions as well as some players, as other players have done that. Um, back end players, defensive backs, and then because of wide receivers. It's okay. You have young guys there that are developing. You got Christian and uh, um, Kit, uh, Kit uh, from Nevada. Uh, Dobbs. You got Romeo. Uh, run game is good. You got AJ and Aaron Jones. 
AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, you're solid there. But so just solidify offensive line because of not no big free agent splashes out there. Um, and then obviously maybe a later round uh, quarterback pick just to have inventory, hmm. you know, on there. I'll, uh, I'll, de- I'll defer to you. I, I have, I have tight end as a huge position in need. Um, I have safety as a huge position of need. I have edge rusher. So we yeah, agree on that. Rusher yeah. Because we don't know when Rashawn Gary is going to get back True. and what, yeah. what that's going to oh, say. Like. Yeah. D- yeah. I consider D line uh, edge rusher all the same. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, It'll be, I'll be really interested to see what, what Wyatt does this year. Yes. They just took be... Indian Lowry's not there anymore. They're gonna they'll bring in somebody else because Jaron Reed stays, he resigned. Yeah, he did. We don't know. But but oh, I think he did. He restructured. Did he restructure? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. so but, but Wyatt being a first round pick, being the, the type of athlete he is, some of the deficiency he had last year. Can we coach through those? He could be a real impact player on this team. He could be that that pass rushing three technique that we honestly desperately need uh, to compliment Kenny. And that can maybe take some pressure off the rest of the guys as far as on the edge, because you can get some more pocket pressure. And so guys like Edwin Barry are going to be much better when you have pocket pressure up the middle, because that high side rush is going to be more effective. Mm -hmm. Um, Without that, you know, I think they need a 270 pound defensive end who can do it all. One of the Mm -hmm. things that got floated around was, you know, Jermaine Johnson for the jets. Oh, first round pick last year out of Florida State. The guy that I think you and I talked about yeah. actually getting drafted here, hoping that he would get drafted here. Um, a little bit stiff, I think, you know, but he's he's kind of what we're talking about. 200, 275, 280 pound guy, mm-hmm. you know, can play all three, four downs, um, can can play in any kind of defense you need him to play in and can rush the passer with with powers is something that he can collapse pockets. So there's there's something where you go, OK, well. That might make sense. You know, there's there's options out there on the table. Just, again, to think that you're going to need a first-round pick. Maybe they do, and I'm wrong, but it just seems yeah. like a lot. Yeah. They're hoping for a lot. They're hoping. You shouldn't be hoping. You got to know in this point. So let's switch to the rest of the league, man. I There's a there's a couple of things that just happened recently we want to talk about. So one of, the, one of the big things in the news right now is Lamar Jackson. Yep. And mm. Lamar is – the other thing that happened is Laramie Tunzel, one of my guys, got he got paid over the weekend. He got re-signed by the Houston Texans. So Laramie is, you know, has quote unquote does not have representation, right? He's his own agent. Mm-hmm. And when he got traded, he resigned for he reset the tackle market for a three-year deal. And then now he just signed for another three-year deal and reset the tackle market again. And it's somewhere around three years, $75 million. Yeah. Okay. So he's nice. resetting the so so as far as business goes. Right. He is he is leading by example. Yeah. And what I wanted to kind of for fans out there who don't quite understand how this works, everyone's out there on Twitter going, well, this is he doesn't have his he doesn't have an agent. He has what he has, though, is he has a a management group. Right. That Mm -hmm. handles a lot of business for them, including people that are familiar with NFL contracts. And what I hear about and I don't know the story with Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson, I think I think his mom represents him. Mm-hmm. And he also does too. Right. So, he, so he so he doesn't have his own agent, but his, he's represented by him. And that's what happened. Like so, Lionel Messi's father represents him. Okay, so this yeah. isn't like every you can do it all different ways. Yeah, and everybody can have success. Um, what is interesting to me, if you look at the kind of the two sides or, or the the traditional thought versus what's happening over at least with LT, LT keeps signing three year deals. And I remember very specifically when I was kind of going up for for uh, contracts, my agent was always like, listen, bottom line, you only want a three-year deal. 
because the market moves so substantially because yeah. of the salary cap. Oh, you know, you can go, you can be the highest paid guy one year. The next year, you won't be the highest paid guy. The year after that, there's going to be four guys that are paid your much. And the fifth year or the, the third year, you're going to be underpaid. Mm-hmm. So you want to be able to reset over and over. And you can see the way that guys like LT, guys like Roquan Smith, the guys that are working with this management group are doing business is they're resetting. They're going to have an opportunity to reset the market multiple times. Which Whereas, is beautiful. Which is beautiful, which is but yep. the difference is agents. They want to look at guaranteed money. They want to look at years and all what they don't understand. It's like looking at the Pat Mahomes deal. Pat Mahomes yeah. deal was like 50 yep. million a year or something. It was, yep. But the Pat Mahomes deal will be good for a handful of years, but it's like a 10-year deal, right? Mm-hmm, it is. So, yeah, so it's like – so for the back half of that deal, whether it happens or not, that's not going to be a good deal anymore. So we're already getting to the point where people are going to be paid as much as he is, and his, his contract's not even half over. So when, when Lamar – it's interesting to me because when Lamar Jackson, who I think was my pick for MVP last year, like I think there's nobody on the planet that doesn't like this guy and doesn't like what you bring to a football team. Correct. He's a – but when you ask for like, I got to be the highest paid, I got to be, I've got this kind of guaranteed money and you start spreading over time instead of just going like, I think he's 25 years old. 25, 26, somewhere around there. Okay. 25, yeah. 26 years old. What if he just signed a three-year deal for $150 million guaranteed? You know what I mean? And yeah. just said, I, and I'm going to come back at you, right? In three years from now, when I'm 29 or 28 years old with $150 million in the bank. 26. Okay, 26. so 20, he'll be 29 after three years. Yep. He'll be sub 30, being able to go into his third contract after just making 150 million on his last one. And yep. the market, because we know the salary cap's going up, the salary cap will probably be 50, 60 million dollars more than it is right now. Yeah, because that's what Carr got. He got 150 million, 100 guaranteed for four okay. years. For four years. <laughs> for four but, years. But, but Lamar Jackson's worth that at way least worth, way worth. For yes. three years. Okay. Exactly. He's you take way, that same deal. Well, more than that. Yeah. Yes. You take that same deal. Daniel Jones got say, the same thing, pretty much. I'll just scrape a year off that because I'm that much better than Carr and that much better than Jones. You give me three years, 150 million, and let's let's ride. Let's see where we're at in 29. And I'm yeah. sure a lot of teams are going to be like, well, wait a second. We want to lock you up for more because you're the quarterback. It's like, well, we can do this two ways. You pay me exactly what I want for how long I want, or you pay me a three-year deal and I move on, or, or you know, I get another shot at this when I'm 29 years old. Yeah. But that philosophy for me, AG, has always made a ton of sense. And I just don't understand because yes. agents like are that. always like, Oh man, we got you the most guaranteed money. We got the dude, you have an eight-year deal. Like your, yeah. your deal's only good for three years. You got an eight-year deal, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because yeah, like you say, you'll be underpaid by the end. Um, looking at Pat Mahomes contract. Mm-hmm. From this coming season, which would be the lowest, which is thirty nine point six mm-hmm. of the next, basically to twenty thirty one, so he's going to be making it a range from three point six million up to five point four five 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 fifty two point four million. Mm-hmm. That'll be the range in the next. What's that? Eight years? Is twenty three? Yeah, eight next eight years. So, the, and obviously they're going to like you can extend so many. Yeah, he, he's going to get extended. But they're basically saying you're our guy, right? But the thing that's the thing that's odd about the Lamar Jackson deal, you know, in part because he doesn't have an agent, so this stuff's you know it's not handled the same way as far as what what gets leaked and what doesn't get leaked and what's speculated, what's not speculated. But just the idea, of, and because he is the uh, his style of play and everything, yeah, you can which, I can sit excuse. here and 
Well, it's not an excuse, but you can see from a, I guess I could see from a, a, a team standpoint. If, yeah. if, if they went and said, if you, if Lamar said, well, I want Patrick Mahomes deal. They'd be like, well, what are you going to look like in eight years? Given the fact that we've built this whole offense for you to be a running back, you know? And if, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'd be like, well then change the offense, bro. Cause I can run anything. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? So like yeah. I, I get both. I'm on his, I'm 100% on his side. Yeah. Yeah. I, you just get where it's going, but I could just, yep. I could very easily see Lamar Jackson going, you know what? I'm just going to go. Cause I think he got, they offered him uh, three years, 133 million. He's like, and I need an agent for what? Right. Three years, Correct. 133. Like dude, jack that up to three years, 150 million. Like if yeah. like they offered him three years, 150 million, he's saying no. Then all of a sudden, like, I think guys like me will go, well, wait a second. I don't understand what you're trying to, what you're going for then. Yeah, I think he turned down. You're right. He turned down during the season. I believe it was somewhere in the neighborhood of over 200 million. It was Lamar. It was um not Lamar. It was a Patrick or what's his name, Deshaun Watson uh, level. Well, the money. The problem is they won't give him the Deshaun Watson contract. Right. And I I mean that's the whole. I think they got close to it and he he declined it. Yeah. So. That that this is the this is the thing though. Do you go? I mean, like when when we were playing, what your the the goal was get a front-loaded contract, right? Yeah. Play mm-hmm. well, yep. force them to give you signing, give you some roster bonuses at the beginning of the year so they can pro it your money back. Yep. And you knew after three years, the, the accumulated value of your cap number from prorating those contracts back would be so high that they had to re-up you. Yeah. That was like, that was... Because the cap number is going to be too high. Yeah, so yep. that was the goal. So if you can do that now in a manner where they're going to actually just guarantee the money... For three seasons ago, we'll take the we'll take the fifty million dollar a year hit. Yeah, man, because now that. now that it's all it's so clean for you. It is. It's, it's similar to Kirk Cousins and his situation. Basically, that's what you're describing yeah. that. That's when he hit the market when he first left Washington. Before he got to Minnesota, eighty six million and some change, mm-hmm. and then a couple of years later, they just extended him like last year or something like that. So, same 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 process, same idea. Well, Kirk Kirk was doing single year because he got franchise. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he was. So it was like. So this is the. I think this is the difference that we're we're talking about. Though, at least from my perspective, like Lamar Jackson obviously doesn't want to be franchised. Like he didn't want to get mm. tagged. Mm. He wanted to get a deal done because mm-hmm. that's one year, and that's right. why. You, like to you and me and everybody else, that's a ton of money for a guy that is going to be worth you know three, four, five hundred million dollars that when all everything's said and done, he's looking at this like, dude, this is a tenth of what I'm gonna make in my lifetime. I don't want it. Right. I don't want to risk the rest of my life for this. Correct. But there, there's got to be my I guess my point is there's got to be a number. Is it three years? Is it four years where you're like, I'm satisfied with the dollar amount now over that amount of time. Yeah. And I feel confident that I'm gonna play at a level where the market's gonna go up so much that there's gonna be 10 quarterbacks making 50 million. I'm going to be 29 years old. I'm going to be worth, if they're worth 50, I'm worth 65, 70. Right. Or whatever it is, right? Pick a number. And then, and now I can go back and go, you know what? I'll take shit. I'll do another three year deal for $210 million. And I'll go six years, $360 million. Like all of a sudden, it sounds pretty good, doesn't it? It it sounds real good. Three years sounds real good and re upping. I like it. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it makes, I, I, it makes sense. It yeah. totally makes sense. It and makes this is where sense. you think if you think from a team standpoint, if you if we want to get to guaranteed contracts, obviously the 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 language is going to change. The years the years are going to change on the contracts. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to give a seven year an eight year guaranteed contract in in football. 
Like I, I know like the Cleveland Browns are the Cleveland Browns, but nobody else is going to do that. No. And whether or not this is, excuse me, whether or not this is collusion with Lamar Jackson, I'm sure, I'm sure there's, that's probably true. Most likely. Yeah. Right. Most likely true. But like Very. whether it is or not, like the, the truth mm-hmm. is in this sport with the amount of injuries that you have, it's going to be really tough to get that guaranteed money unless you, unless everybody's satisfied with going, you know what, I'll guarantee your first three years, but let's do it. Let, let me do a 10 year deal. First three years, we'll back the cap up. So after your fourth year, like this is what we did with mine. Like you had to make a decision. Yeah. You had to pay me so much in cash on the first day of the league year and the fourth year. They ha- You had to release me. This is my second year, my second contract yeah. in Green Bay. And so you can start doing that where you basically guarantee your first three and you can just cut it off at three. Or, dude, if you want to make it seven years, fine. But then the roster bonus at year four is going to be a cash bonus of money you you are not willing to pay. Yeah, and that's what – like I'm looking at Mahomes' contract. He has uh, guaranteed money for the first four – or for mm-hmm. the next four. or so Starting last year, uh-huh. so for the next three seasons, guaranteed okay. money. And then he has roster bonuses ranging from $22 million mm-hmm. or $13 million up to $49 million. Okay. Or roster bonuses. Which no, which is which is a lot. Right. Yeah, which is a lot. It, I'm just like, put, wow. I know but put it in context. If at 49 million, that's probably closer to 2030, right? Correct. So yeah. so think about it from this from the Chiefs' perspective. And Patrick Mahomes, look, he like owns half the soccer franchises there now. I mean, like, he's <laughs> he's not he's not ever gonna hurt for a meal, right? Correct. But look at it from the Chiefs' perspective. They locked the best player in the National Football League up for 10 seasons. At what looked at the time to be a ridiculous amount of money, $49 million as a roster bonus for Patrick Mahomes in the year 2029. I'm, I don't know what number. What 2027. Okay, 2027. Yep. That is going to be something that they're probably more than willing to deal with. Honestly, right? Yeah. He takes care of himself. As you see, he powers through injuries. Um, he's has he's the, the same. best player in the league. Right. I mean, he when those little things happen. You know he's still able to make ha- make things happen with his body, even though he's hurt. You know the separated or dislocated kneecap that won the, the Super Bowl year, where you mm-hmm. thought he was one, done. He mm-hmm. comes back from it and wins the Super Bowl. You know it's just he has that he has that one that thing that he has this mental and it's that it factor about that. So it's an interesting right. discussion, like with the, with the contracts and everything. But I, I got is. one get off my lawn for you today because I went and saw okay. Shazam. I went and saw Shazam Machine. I know you're a comic book fan. Oh, I've been. I haven't. Uh, no, not yet. I've been okay. hearing a lot of bad reviews on it, though. Okay. Okay. Here, here's here's what's happening, right? Because I I've just my son, uh, they were spring break and they were yep. home, and so yeah. I tried I started introducing them to old movies like Pulp Fiction and like you know these you know, old like all yeah. these old you know murder mystery movies, correct? Movies that involve dialogue, right? There's no right. CGI. Real, real good dialogue. You just right. you got to act. You're a Godfather. You got to yes. act, right? Yes. And so now like, you go see this. It's like it's the most bubblegum, and it's it's not like it's not entertaining. Like the kids are funny in it, you know. It's a, the, you know, this and that. This special effects are cool, but it's such a. It feels like they could have written that script in an afternoon. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's almost like let's tick the boxes of what we have to have in society right now to sell movies, right? Mm-hmm. And let's just tick, 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 tick. Job done. Send it out to to. Uh, to roll and wherever we'll see, we'll see how much we'll see how much money yeah to we'll edit. see how much money we can make. It's just they're just force feeding us these superhero movies and like when it, when it was Iron Man I was like dude remember how good Iron Man it was. was yes yes it was so it was such a good movie yeah. this movie is not Iron Man one dude no it's, it's not just not very good and I agree with it I mean 
I haven't seen it yet, but Quantum Mania, Mania, excuse, you know, was yeah, very average. And I feel the same way. I agree. They're rushing them because they already know this is what the consumer want, what comic book fans want. They want a movie out, but once the movie is not the quality of writing that it has been when the beginning till now. Yeah. And same with Star, same with Star Wars. You can say the same oh. for Star Wars, where back in the day when we were young, we watched Episode Four, Five, and Six, Return of the Jedi, New Hope, uh, Empire Strikes Back. All you know, great movies. But now it's to hurry up and get this made so we can make that because what it is, what's going to happen, and what you know, what happens, the fans just see the movie coming out. You're just going to go and not even oh, question. No question. And that's what's what's going on. And then they're seeing, and if somebody like us, when we've seen movies. From the you know to our childhood or teenager college years that were classic instant class. Soon as you when I watched Pulp Fiction, me and my me and my sister and one of my and her son, one of my nephews, went to a a, a dollar. It wasn't even a dollar. It was like a local theater, like half off prices. Mm-hmm. And I saw that movie, and I'm like instant classic. And I was right. I was 15 years old, and I I'm like this is a classic instantly right here. And because of the dialogue, the writing, the acting from the actors, and just it's it was incredible. Like, it was it was beautiful. It was awesome. It was it was hilarious. It was dramatic, and it was like some weird stuff going on too, you know, <laughs> in that movie. But it made that's what made a lot of those actors. That's what I say per, put on another 10 years of John Travolta's career. Oh, no doubt, you know. Um, and Mathurman, you know, people recognize who that was at that she time. She got Kill Bill after that, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just right on. It Sam, Sam right. Jackson did every damn movie he's ever been in. Right, and he's and he's dropped. Tell it, ever done. Exactly, he's been famous, more famous for dropping the MF word because of those type of movies. And so, yeah, um, Disney. But it's you know, remember Disney's behind that. They they know what the money's about. They know how to. I do don't think. I think Disney is ruined. <laughs> I, I'll just be honest with you. I think Disney is ruining Marvel. Ruining. Yeah. They're just putting out too much. Yeah, they had their, at, they had their, 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 their climb, their climb, and now yeah. it's, it's slowly. It's just too much stuff coming yeah. out. It's just yeah. too much. Yeah, because um, you got Disney, you got Mandalorian, and then you got uh, what else? Well, they had oh, Last Mar- of Us, and then Miss Marvel series, yeah, TV I mean, series, She Hulk. I mean, oh, it was so bad. Yeah. It was just so bad. You know, and I, and I'm like, I'm, I'll watch it. I yeah, want, I I'm, want, I want to want to watch it. Like, I wanted, I wanted to go to the movies last night. And enjoy it. And bro, it was just, I mean, my daughter just leaned over. She's like, is this over already? I mean, it's just like, <laughs> like get me out yeah, of here. Yeah, when the know? kids are saying it, that's yeah, when you know man. it's bad. Yeah, that's when just... you know it's bad. When the kids But I know. did see Creed 3, bro. Me too. Me too. That I movie saw was that. Legit. Legit. Dude, uh, what's, is it John? Is his name Jonathan, Jonathan Majors? Majors. Yes, okay. Jonathan Majors. That dude, that, like, without getting all weird, the emotion that that dude can put on his face. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. like, like, you sitting there watching that movie and you feel pain when you see him early in the movie. Like yep. you feel pain when you see him. At, dude, it was. Yeah. When he's talking about his was, time spent, his time spent behind bars and you out here making that money or making a life for yourself. You could just see it. And it's like, oh, I like some some good is not coming out of this. That I was could, a movie I where I could literally I could have I could have sat in the theater if you just would have started again, I, just, I wouldn't have moved. I just want to watch. You want me to watch it again? Okay, yep. I'll watch it again. And that's a uh, directed you know. and wrote by Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, that kid's or not kid, but that that man is. Yeah, he was is, a kid. He was a kid in Hard. Remember Hard Hardball with Keanu Reeves? Oh, yeah, he was one of, of, of the baseball players. Hey, man, he was on that 90% team. of it's showing up, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. There it is. That oh, that guy, that dude is going places, man. Because I'm telling you, that was an absolute. It's like epic. To, epic. To, to to step out of 
the Rocky thing to not have Sylvester. I mean, all the yeah, Sylvester to take he that was risk, he had one little credit. That was about the it. Fight sequence, the way that they did the mm-hmm. fight sequence. I'm sitting there going like, what are they doing? And all of a sudden, you're like, oh my god, like this is amazing. Yeah, they took the crowd, like, like the one scene where they oh, took the crowd out of it. And it was just yeah. them two. You know what that was, right? He's an anime fan. He's an anime fan. Oh yeah, they do that anime. Yep, well, I've that's, seen. That's that's where it, and then you see the sweat and I, yep. dude, it was. It, like, it goes slow motion. You seen the punches come through the screen so like good, that, man. and it was them, so they're good. dodging down and coming. Yuck! Yeah, it was so good. It was good. Yeah. I watched it when the, uh, the day the week it came out a couple weeks good. ago. All right, All right man. We good? We good, man. I didn't have nothing. Uh, well, I, you know what? I got one. I got. I do got to get off our line for one of our, one of our old teammates. <laughs> We got? Mr. Mr. Gilbert Brown. He's, what's, he's Gil, what's Gilbert Gilbert doing? Man, Gilbert doing not setting his clocks back for daylight saving time. He oh, spent no. a whole week oh. with his clocks wrong. Really? <laughs> a whole, a whole week? week? A whole week. You what? want to talk about a guy who's not going out of the house very often? Oh, the only, the only, the only, uh, I say, I give him the benefit of doubt on this. Hmm. So, Michigan, a couple weeks ago, had a, where, you know, Detroit had an ice storm that shut okay. down all the power. Oh, so, he, so I no, give him really that. Nice. So he came out of that and did not say his class. That's the only doubt I'll give him. But like, but like, you just think about like functionally. So let's like, okay. So let's just let's uh, let's say that he doesn't ever turn on the TV. He does. The power's out, so he can't. Okay, but right, if you right, tur- right, if you turn, right. We- so maybe the power's out because if you turn on the TV, you would immediately know what the time is. You turn on the news, the time's on. Yep. You turn on ninety percent of the channels, the time's on. ESPN. You turn on, yeah, your, fa- you turn on your favorite show. Like it's not starting at the time you think it is. Like you could, like I couldn't make it. I don't think yeah. you. I don't think I could make it fifteen minutes in my house if the right. power was on without knowing what time it was. Right. It cell awesome. phone too. Cell yeah, phone too. Yeah, I was just gonna. I just looked at my phone and go, oh yeah, it's on your phone. Exactly. On cell phones automatically do it. So yeah, we 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 gave so him the. So what booze. kind of phone does he have? He this, has a this, Samsung. This is so many questions. He has a Samsung, and he said it didn't set. It didn't set forward. That's what he said. I'm like, you need to get he an Apple. Might have one. He, does he live on like the line? Does he live like I, Michigan? Does the timeline go through there? I don't think so. I think Michigan. Nice. I think the timeline is actually in Indiana. So he's well beyond. He's in the Eastern Time Zone, and or whatever. It doesn't matter what time zone you know. Right, but you're they're there definitively. It's not exactly. like it's not like half of his house is on one side or the other. No, that's Indiana. Indiana's like that now. Okay. Yeah, that's where the timeline is. It between Indiana and Indianapolis, the timeline for East Coast starts. So, because sometimes Indianapolis is on Midwest and sometimes they're not. So, yeah, we gave them a hard time. <laughs> I, I wanted <laughs> to ask you about one more thing because it's yeah. I haven't had a Matt Rule update. Or a, is there anything going on there? Spring ball starts today. Okay. Spring ball starts today. I went on uh, the socials. I've been watching their socials because they've been doing a lot through that. Um, they did like a whole month. So, when he got here in January, you looked on those social Instagram, uh, Husker football or Husker football nation on Instagram. You see them similar like Dion when he's at Colorado doing they're doing workouts. They did a, a, a zero degree. They, they did a winter Olympics outside on the turf, yeah, all the snow. Yeah. They're doing all type of stuff, fighting don't, with don't tug of war. No, I'm just saying they're No, yeah. I'm just saying comparably you could watch their socials and they're doing something. Every yeah. day, every they're posting something. I I find that because I I know a couple guys like UCLA. I, you find that now there's there's these whole teams that go into the weight rooms and do all the and yeah. I think it's smart. I, I mean you know it's yeah because that gets that's where the high school kids are at. They're yeah. on social. They're on Instagram. They're on Snapchat. So I think that's obviously a smart 
to do that. That's a recruiting tool. You see in your team, the players, the coaches, the head strength coaches talking about the program and how they work out and um, how they train and how, and then Matt's on there explaining why they're doing the winter Olympics out on the turf, you know, to get the bonding and seeing the drive and building that camaraderie that, that builds a good team. So it's, it's a recruiting tool. So I'm, 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 that's tip of the hat. They, you should be doing that. You just got here. You gotta, you gotta, a lot of people in Nebraska is, is just, you're not going to turn them on to Matt rule until Matt rule does some something, games, wins a lot of games and big, big 10 championship in two to three years. That's when you, everybody in Nebraska will be like, okay, this is our guy. That's what I know what's going to happen here. I know these guys. I know my fans here, how they are. So, Do you feel like there's any chance of that happening? There's, I say, I always, I'm most optimistic. I'm always. You just said, you just said all you needed to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Yeah. All right. So, all right, Mike, tell everybody where they can find you. MikeWall68 on Twitter. All right. All right, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Amon Green 30, all one word, and Amon Green's Gamers Lounge on Tick and Talk. Yes, all right, sir. hey everyone, have a great rest of your week, and see you next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.